Welcome to the In Happier News podcast. I'm your host, Deanne Goodman. I scour the news each week to bring you the happy, inspiring, and positive stories in 10 minutes or less. There's plenty of negativity in the media already, and I used to be a TV news reporter and anchor obsessed with chasing those type of stories. After a life-changing string of events, I vowed to focus on the good instead. These are stories to brighten your day, and as they say in the news industry, it's all starting in three, two, one. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining. I hope that the next 10 minutes puts you in a really good mood. I recently read that optimistic people live longer, so there you go. Just listening to this podcast is going to help you live a longer life. That said, let's get into the news, and we'll start in Florida, where a mother put a bottle out to sea with the cremation ashes of her 39-year-old son, Brian, who died unexpectedly. Inside the bottle, Darlene wrote a note about her son, and there was also a note from his 14-year-old daughter. She included some dollar bills as well, and the note said, this bottle was launched from Destin, Florida. If you find it, please call or text me and let me know. I have left $4 to cover the call. Feel free to add your own note and then kindly set him free once again. Tanks Good News reported that Brian was a tow truck driver in Garland, Texas, who loved fishing, being free, and traveling, but he had never gotten to actually fish in the ocean. His family wanted to give him one final adventure, so they sent his ashes out to sea. The bottle washed ashore in the Florida panhandle, where it was turned over to Sergeant Paula Pendleton. She read the letter in her patrol car and said she started crying like a baby. Just a year prior, her husband passed away. She also decided to take action. She reached out to an acquaintance with a charter boat and asked if he would take the ashes off the coast so they could have a better chance of going far, like his family had intended. I think this is such a beautiful tribute, and I also think it's no coincidence that the bottle made it into the hands of Paula, who was grieving as well. I hope Brian's family continues to feel a little more at peace knowing Brian's adventure continues and that he's free traveling the world. And I hope they get a ton of phone calls as well. Also floating out in sea, a massive volcanic rock the size of Manhattan is drifting towards Australia. The headline sounds scary, but according to scientists, this is really good news for the Great Barrier Reef. NBC News reports it's made up of an estimated 1 trillion pieces of pumice, and on those are corals, marine plants, and animals that could help revive the Great Barrier Reef, which has been experiencing coral bleaching and dying off. We'll see what happens, because scientists say it is not a silver bullet fix, but it definitely could be a needed boost. And I really hope so. I had the chance to snorkel in the Great Barrier Reef back in 2003, and all I remember is how vivid the colors were. It's so sad to think that now parts of it are ghostly white. Also, if you don't know, sunscreen has a lot to do with protecting the reefs. So make sure the sunscreen you wear if you're going in the ocean is reef safe. And if it doesn't say it on the bottle, it probably isn't. So go ahead and toss that and get one that is. The chemicals in non-reef safe sunscreen are also pretty bad for you and mimic estrogen among other things. So you might as well go with something better. I personally use sun bum and baby bum. So those get my vote. Speaking of votes, I love this story out of Charlotte, North Carolina, where a 17 year old got people waiting in line for Popeye's chicken sandwich to register to vote. WKYC TV did a story on David Ledbetter, who isn't even old enough to vote himself, 
but wanted to do something about the lack of young people being involved in local and national politics. When he saw the long lines at Popeye's for their new chicken sandwich, he sprung into action. He got 16 people to register to vote in one day. Way to go, David. Really smart of you to go and do that while everyone was waiting in line. And that sandwich, just so you guys know, ultimately sold out across the country. More positivity to come after this quick break. Shout out to this week's sponsor, Kombucha on Tap. Kombucha on Tap delivers kegs of kombucha and cold brew coffee throughout Southern California. We have kombucha on tap at our house, and let me tell you, it is life-changing. It's naturally bubbly, low sugar and calorie, and contains live probiotics, which are really good for your digestion, immune system, and overall well-being. For those who have it at work, employers report a boost in company culture and less sick days used. If you're in the San Diego area, you can stop by Kombucha on Tap and Vista Monday through Friday to fill up growlers and taste a bunch of different flavors. Kombucha on Tap also gives back to the community through its Kombucha Cares initiative. Find out more at kombuchaontap.net or by following at kombuchaontap on Instagram or Facebook. Now back to the In Happier News podcast. Now on to some happy news stories from schools across the nation, starting in Florida, where a little boy made a handmade shirt for his school's college colors day. He loves the University of Tennessee, but he didn't have a shirt, so he took an orange shirt and pinned on a drawing he did of the UT logo. His teacher posted on Facebook that he was so excited and so proud of his shirt, but after lunch, he came back to the classroom, put his head on his desk, and started crying. Some girls at lunch who didn't even participate in the school's college colors day made fun of his shirt. The teacher said she was going to buy him a UT shirt, and she also asked if anyone happened to have connections to the school. I know that a lot of us listening have love-hate relationships with social media, but in cases like this, Facebook is so powerful. That post got shared and shared and shared, and then the UT turned his design into an actual shirt, and that shirt pre-sold more than 50,000 orders. CNN reports that the profits are going to the charity Stomp Out Bullying. And that's not the end of it. The college just offered the boy admission and a full-ride scholarship for four years in the class of 2032, should he decide to attend UT and meet admission requirements. So cool. In Oklahoma, middle school teacher Karen Lowe tried something new this year in her classroom and says she wished she had thought to do this years ago. According to Good News Network, she had each student write anonymously about the emotional baggage they carried. Then the students took turns reading what each other wrote. They were given the opportunity to also identify themselves as the one who wrote it. Miss Lowe said they shared things like suicide, parents in prison, drugs in the family, being left by their parents, death, cancer, losing pets, and more. She told the Today Show that since doing this activity, the students don't interrupt or talk down to each other. It's completely changed how they treat each other. Her emotional baggage lesson has led teachers around the world to reach out to her to learn more. I think this is a great activity. I really admire the students in this classroom for being so open and especially the ones that identify themselves. That's not easy. It takes a lot of bravery to be so vulnerable. And when you learn about a peer's quote-unquote baggage, it truly helps you not only empathize, but also understand why they might act a certain way and then gives you the ability to give them some grace. In celebrity news, Alex Trebek is back on Jeopardy. 
He's back hosting Jeopardy for the 36th season after announcing just five months ago that he has stage four pancreatic cancer. Good News Network shared a video in which Alex stated, I'm on the mend, and that's all I can hope for right now. The new season started filming July 22nd, which was also Alex's 79th birthday. Can you believe he's 79 years old? Even with chemo, he looks fantastic, and he is so sharp. Truly an inspiration who has us all cheering him on. In animal news, thank you, Denmark, for being so progressive and a friend to the elephants. The country just spent $1.6 million to purchase Denmark's last four remaining circus elephants. Good News Network reports that they came from two different circuses and will live out the remainder of their years in a peaceful retirement environment. I hope the U.S. is close behind. We need to be more like Denmark and the U.K., which passed a ban on wild animals being used for circus performances back in May. And finally, go take that daytime nap and do not feel guilty about it. Nonpoliticalnews.com shared a study that found one to two daytime naps a week could protect heart health and lower the risk of strokes. That's all the time we have. Links to all these stories are in the show notes. And don't forget to put a nice rating and review because that helps others find this podcast. Thank you so much for helping spread positivity and you'll get a whole new dose of it next week.